Welcome to The Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. Hey, Web3 Explorers, stay tuned for a conversation from this past Outer Edge LA event, which went on March 20th, 23rd of 2023 in downtown Los Angeles, featuring a series of talks from our special HAL Web3 in Focus stage. This episode will feature four different interviews with guests helping build the next revolution in gaming. Don't worry about getting lost in the shuffle, though. We'll make sure to give you a musical ring in between the interviews. Keep listening and enjoy. Finally, watch more videos from this year's Outer Edge LA event by visiting watch.outeredge.live. Sign up for free access to everything you may have missed and more with just your email. See you over there and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. We have another amazing guest today. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? My name is Carlo Garcia. I'm a CMO for Brawler Bears, and we're a blockchain game. A blockchain game. So what does that mean? Because everybody has different explanations of what blockchain games are. Yeah, so we're basically a passive strategy game. So yeah. we use a lot of like WoW, RuneScape, kind of card play dynamics, character okay. evolution. But it's all about kind of decentralizing gaming assets, right? So yeah. you have your ownership over your playable character that can, you can evolve through training and things like that. And you also have all the in-game earned items right, yeah. that you get for like weapons and armors and things like that. So it's all powered by dynamic NFTs. So they're all equipped on chain. Explain that. Dynamic NFTs are kind of a newer concept. So a lot of people wouldn't understand what that means. Can you explain this dynamic concept? Obviously, you have your base traits right. and, r- and rarities. But through the gameplay, through questing or battles, like you're able to earn items that are armor, weapons, head traits, things like that, that you can dynamically change the look and stats of your bear over time. So it's okay. constantly evolving. It really gives people customization yeah. over their NFT, whether they're using it for a PFP or just for gameplay. So if you got a trait that you don't like, you can change it. Right. So it's really about giving the ownership over what your NFT looks like. Customization seems to be the name of the game right now. Are you guys going to add bulls at some point? Is it when the market no. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> for right now, it's bears. It's but bears. Then, then, bears. then they evolve. They grow horns, and right. uh, that's how we know we're in a bull run, right? Well, we could do an item trait for bullhorns and uh how many assets are like floating around right now in your ecosystem uh, so we've got of the base bears there's about 4169 okay uh, we're gonna be bumping that up to about 5k soon there's 180 base traits and then like 140 new equipable item traits that have been added in but yeah. we're gonna constantly evolve as we grow and build there's a lot of room for customization there um how do you see your universe expanding yeah so right now we're kind of we've delivered everything that we wanted to deliver for chapter one so chapter two it's all about expanding the gameplay, doing PvE, which is player versus environment, because right now it's PvE or PvP battles, right, right? right? So battling with one another, and then doing tournaments where people just go all out with all their bears. Tournaments in the play-to-earn environment are about to be insane. Yeah. I've just been having so much fun looking at trading card games, RPGs, everything it has this competitive layer to it that we're starting to tap into and say, how do we structure the reward system right. in a way that makes competitive gaming more accessible to people at large? 
huge. Exactly. Um, are there big like gaming guilds and things like that that you're excited about? Well, we haven't tapped into any of those yet. They're there, right? They're, there. Yeah. they're absolutely there. Um, I think one of the things, because we're kind of in the passive strategy stage right now, right. Uh, but I think as soon as we start incorporating some more of those card play dynamics into like the PvE, yeah. then we can kind of start approaching some guilds. Yeah, you're, you're doing the foundational layer. Right. La you got the mortar and pestle out. You're like, right. hey, we're going to grind this out and make sure it's nice and polished and then you're going to take it to the mainstream, right? Right, because we have like 20 smart contracts that we built in-house just to power the ecosystem. And that's a lot of work too. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. When we talk about like something like moving from Web3 into a Web2 audience, do you have a different approach to get those people onboarded into these type of gaming experiences? You know, I think ultimately we're going to have to remove like all blockchain technology or like talk and talk. terminology, yeah. right? And make it as easy to like onboard people into right. it. I think one of the biggest things we'll start seeing is like AAA companies like Sony, things like that, where the consoles I think are going to bring the adoption I, for us. I think they're coming. Yeah, I, I think I, so We've too. seen a lot of like tinkering behind the scenes with those big titles. Yeah. And it, they're going to be slow. They're, you know, they're behemoths. But Sony just had a patent that went out about NFTs, like earning NFTs, but also taking them across console. So I think that's going to probably going to be like the next thing. Soon those avatars on your PlayStation and Xbox are going to have way more meaning than, right. than just, oh, that's how I can tell it's mine versus my dad's. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if you they're going to have to put locks on there so your friends don't come and, and grind out on your play to earn games right. or take your stuff or take it, transfer to their wallet. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that awesome avatar that you got with all those uh, rare <laughs> skin traits and everything like that, you're yeah. going to lose it. But no. I love gaming. I think gaming's here to stay. I think we have a little bit of a long road ahead, but yeah. it's made tremendous strides. And so thank you for pushing the envelope forward. And yeah. also thank you for joining me. So. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks absolute so pleasure. Yeah, pleasure, man. So welcome to another session of Web3 in Focus. My name is Daniel, and I have Benjamin with me. How are you doing, Benjamin? Doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm good, man. Slumped, but tired. I mean, tired as well, but I'm good. All right, so let's focus on you. What are you doing? What are you focusing on on Web3? I'm the co-founder of a game development company called Dellwise. We're uh, over 100 people across three studios in Europe. Also recently acquired by a big group in the NFT space called Animoca Brands. So we're a subsidiary of Animoca Brands. And we're developing this very ambitious MMORPG on the blockchain called Life Beyond. Okay. That's amazing. And so tell me more about Life Beyond, please. So Life Beyond is this take on the MMO genre in the Web3 space. It starts like an MMORPG, but it's actually expanding into a metaverse. So the very short pitch is that you're participating to this endeavor to build a new society on a planet called Dolos. So Dolos is a very enigmatic planet in the future, full of opportunities, but also full of danger. And you as a member of this project, you are assuming a profession that you pick. You can be an engineer, you can be a soldier, you can be an architect, a farmer, a politician. In doing so, you're playing the game, but you're also earning ERC-20 tokens, NFTs. So it's basically a fiction, but where you can truly have opportunities that are very tangible. And so, 
let's say that I want to play the game, how do I get started? So right now the game is in development, but we're starting to release some modules for the, from the game. We actually started today. We started with the hub, which is a spaceship that is right now orbiting over the planet. So you go on playlifebeyond.com, where you can sign in, you can uh, download the client. We have a very active Discord server with a lot of people. We'll have over 15,000 people between Discord and Twitter. You can, of course, buy some of the NFTs on the secondary market. We're not selling any right now, but these NFTs, they give you uh, additional privileges. Some of the experiences token-gated for our founders, so the ones holding the founder key. So we have many opportunities to engage, but in any case, there's no gateway. You can just come, come to Discord, hang out with us, and eventually get, jump into the game. That's amazing. And so you mentioned that you were acquired by Animoca Brands, right? How did that happen? As we were raising our Series A end of 2021, while well, we got into this conversation with them, and we had a really great culture fit, great momentum, and so rather than raising our Series A, we joined the mothership. That's amazing. And so you say that people just can come and hang out with you in the Discord. Where can I find those links specifically? Playlifebeyond.com. Uh, you can find us on social media, obviously, Twitter, just Life Beyond. You can follow us there. There's a lot of stuff happening. And the Discord community is fantastic. I bet it should be. All right, we have one minute to go, and I want to take this as an opportunity for you to send a message for those out there who just want to know what's up or want to join the Web3 community in general, what would you say to them? I think what's fantastic is that when you're part of a Web3 community, you can interact, hang out, everybody's very much focused on building. There's obviously really interesting incentives for this on top of that because you're holding assets which value can appreciate over time so you have the right level of incentive. But regardless of the assets, regardless of all this, there is a core culture I think which is about building. I am myself hang out on the Discord every day. I spend a lot of time communicating with our community so just come, you'll get the sense of what I'm talking about. That's amazing. Now last question before I let you go. What's missing from the Web3 space to become mainstream? Oh, a couple of things. The first thing is obviously we need to stop talking about Web3. It has to be about the products, about the services that we can bring. And right now it's too much still focused on having a crypto wallet, having NFTs. But what matters is more the ethos that is behind it. The ethos is that whatever experience you're participating to, you are a collaborator, you're a partner, you're a stakeholder. So when we stop caring so much about the technology part that we just care about, the ideology of it, I think this will have a massive impact because everybody will really start to understand the benefits of this really mindset shift that is happening right now. The second thing, obviously, is that we need just better experiences. We need better UX, but we also need games, and that's what is coming, I think, right now, that are built by experienced developers, you know, people who have been, been building games for many years, because it's a very difficult thing. Building a game is very complicated, and Web3 makes it even more 
more difficult. So we just need to have more experiences, higher quality, and then people will start coming, not because it's a Web3 thing, but because they will come because of the game, you know, because they want to have fun and that these games are fun. Yeah, I agree. And the terminology needs to change, right? And so I do agree with you, and I appreciate you saying that in front of the camera. And thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's all good, Benjamin. Thank you. I'm here with Chris. Chris, can you introduce yourself a little bit about your project and tell us what you're interested in? Yeah, sweet. Chris Ebeling. I'm one of the co-founders of Zed Run. Zed Run's a digital horse racing ecosystem yep. built on Polygon, where you buy, breed, race digital racehorses, and it's you know, so it's uh, NFTs with utility. We like to call them living, breathing NFTs as well. Like they got digital DNA, which you can breed the ride horse championship stable. You can make something out of it. You've done something interesting with the names of the breeds yeah. of your horses as well. Yeah. Can you explain that? What yeah. differentiates the different types of horses and what's kind of that power scale you gave them? Because I know it was like Vitalik. And yeah, Satoshi. Vitalik was. We've got Buterins and yeah. we got the Nakamotos and we got the Zabos and the Finneys, right? So we got four bloodlines and the Nakamoto being the strongest. So of course we're throwing Easter egg tributes right. to the original you know, blockchain founders and leaders right. out there, right? The Nakamotos are the Z1 they're the strongest Z1s right. and Z2s really you want to try to get yourself a Nakamoto basically and that bloodline is the strongest and what are those going for now those are highly uh, sought after horses yeah look it's different it depends if it's been raced or unraced or not right so yeah. if it's been on the tracks and it's got some good stats behind it of course that brings up the value if it's unraced then it's for you to discover right then it's all speculation right so this is really confusing for a lot of people who don't understand the complicated nature of racing something that is simulated versus racing real-life horses. Yeah. How do you explain kind of this component of it's horse racing, but it's very legit, like yeah. its own sport yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way? So it's provably fair on the blockchain. Yeah. It's a game of skill. The way the game works is you get a horse and you have a race that you have to discover where it's good, right? right? So it's like a black box that you have to then put into races, yeah. different lengths against different, you know, we can race 1v1 now, you can race 1v6, you can race up to 12 horses, and you need to figure out where your horse races best sits best what's length and then once you do that you can skillfully now decide who you want to race against what, and what track lengths and we've got data to show that if you are doing the research and putting the time in to understand and, and see what your horse is about you can actually make your better chance of winning right so game of skill you've had this project live for a while now how many users do you have you have quite a few yeah right? we've got over 50,000 stable owners wow. right now right wow. but you know I think what's interesting and that's without even doing like proper marketing Marketing, right? right. We haven't done a proper. We're, we're starting proper marketing push actually, as of two weeks ago. No, that was all in the underground. That was like the early stages, yeah. and yeah, we rode that early wave of NBA Top Shot yeah. and people, and we were lucky to kind of position ourselves and launch at the same time. Tyson got involved in your Ty project. Mike, yeah, Mike Tyson yeah. at the party yesterday. The VIP had Zab Judah join us. Oh uh, wow! You know, Brooklyn's finest, six-time champion boxer. He plays it. He plays as well. And recently, we just saw Henry Cejudo, who's a UFC fighter. He's got the horses too. It's all the Vegas guys, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's an interesting parallel. You're naming boxers. Yeah, but, but, you're naming a UFC fighter. You're got, like, yeah. We've also got like, NBA players playing. Right? NBA we had players, Wilson yeah. Chandler early on, and I know Damon Stoudemire, who's a coach now. He's got horses. I think the crossover there is what it is. It's sports 
and competitive. This Zed gives you that competitive nature when you're not on the court or in right. the ring and you can still kind of, and connect with your fans. I think that's what's really beautiful. Well, we're Web3 in focus, so what are you focused on for the coming future? Yeah, so we're focused on improving the gaming platform, the gaming loop. We are looking at onboarding the masses, like everybody else in the space. We've got 50K users, which is great, but we want 500,000, we want a million. And to do that, we actually have to reach the masses who are like outside of these walls, people who aren't as crypto savvy. Yeah. So to reach them, we got to think about the UX design. How can we make this game accessible fast as right. well? Uh, we have a metric called time to fun. One way of doing that is this free to play and earn model, which we're experimenting with, which is launching soon. Amazing. So, well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on and Thanks, uh, explaining that. Yeah. We're really grateful to have you yeah. and hopefully you'll be to back. Be here. And, yeah. And yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. All right. Cheers. You have questions about blockchain? Like, how big of a block can you chain without throwing out your back? Or have you received that chain letter? How did you block it? And does blockchain taste better, barbecued or deep fried? <laughs> Luckily, you don't have to ponder these quandaries alone anymore because Blockchain Training Alliance is here to answer them and also train you in real world blockchain issues that will impact your business's bottom line and oriented future forward along the ley lines of the most important tech humanity has perfected since harnessing atomic energy. If you're into those sorts of things, Blockchain Training Alliance is a top leader in the field, counting among its clients IBM, Microsoft, Disney, Morgan Stanley, and many more, and offering a wide array of technical and non-technical courses. Whether you're a computer neophyte training for an incredible career in this new space, or a coding expert honing your skills, Blockchain Training Alliance will help you steer your ship home safely, filled with treasure. <laughs> so hurry and sign up for the Blockchain Training Alliance course that best fits your needs at blockchaintrainingalliance.com. Use discount code EDGEOF for 50% off and start your next block today. Welcome. Thank you for Thank being you. a part of Outer Edge. How's the conference been going for you? Conference has been great. I was here last year as well. We were a sponsor last year, at least for Decentral Games, and happy to be here again. I live right down in San Diego, so it's a pretty easy drive up. Ah, I'm LA based, so we're part of the SoCal family. That's right, that's right. So why are you here? What are you representing at this particular conference? Great question. I'm here representing two organizations. One of them is Decentral Games right here, and we are the leading metaverse DAO and Web3 game development company. So at any given time, we are responsible for at least 60% of all the traffic that goes into Decentraland. People are piling in there to play our flagship product, which is called Ice Poker. It's essentially, Texas Hold'em Poker in the metaverse. We now have that available on a mobile platform as well as browser. That's fantastic. But you said two. So that's, that's exciting number one. That's, What's number two? That's right. My company, it's a Neo Optimum, and we consider ourselves the bridge from a Web 2 to Web 3 in the most complete service offering possible. So we'll work with the company that is interested in going over to the Web3 space and work with their creative team to come up with the project or product ideation, move on to marketing, move on all the complete dev work associated in Web3, all the way to execution. So from start to finish, it's a turnkey service and have been very blessed to be able to take on some fantastic clients over the last year. Any particular client or story you'd like to share with us? One of the clients, we're actually sponsoring some of the events here. It's called Kimasabi Mezcal and it's a liquor brand. Uh, 
actually. And when I met the CEO, he had just a wonderful, beautiful story about this shamanistic tribe that's down in the Zacatex region of Mexico that he's been working with for many years. They're a tribe of healers. And he showed me some of their art. And he was very curious about this space. And I told him about my company. And we just connected all the dots. And we were able to create this very unique product offering where we created 1,888 of these one-of-one one individually hand-beaded bottles that are blessed by the shamans down there. And they come in this amazing product offering. And so we're here this year talking about that a little bit. I actually have one of them with me at some point if, uh, you know, I'll show you. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, but let's save the sizzle for the end. Sounds good. So in your experience working on these different projects, especially talking to Web2 brands, what have you noticed in the last year and the change in the conversation, if any? They're more curious. I feel like there's still a lot of speculation and people are still uneasy about certain aspects of the industry, and, and rightfully so. I understand that, especially with the current economic conditions and climate. But people are curious, and I think that those that are tech savvy, that are already in Web2, have an understanding that the technology, the foundation of what's going on in our industry here in Web3, is only going to be here to stay and continue to evolve, and is going to be eventually integrated in every step of the way of our life as we know it. Then it makes a lot of sense you're offering this turnkey solution then, because it provides opportunities for brands to not have to do all the minutia, build their own teams, but maybe work in collaboration with yours, correct? Exactly. You have it spot on. We're talking with some really big brands right now. I've signed some NDAs on, I can't talk, but some pretty large luxury brands that are very interested in moving forward in this space, and they just see all of the possibilities that can come with uh, using this technology that we have. Fantastic. Now, I heard there's some in real life event that you were alluding to a couple minutes ago. Is that black suitcase that I see? It is. Yeah, I'll grab it. It really is quite beautiful. So the 1,888 bottles that we created for this line, you purchase via NFT, of course. Mm -hmm. It's an 11.55 contract. And so if you choose to claim your bottle, you'll burn the NFT. And then we have a gasless mint where you'll get a new NFT that still represents the collection, you know, mm. just to have the digital piece there. If you choose to sell that NFT to someone else, then they have the right to claim the bottle. So these bottles, once again, are all hand-beaded, one-of-ones. This is what they look That's like here. Feel free to pick a gander. Yeah, and for those of you that are listening to the audio, you'll just have to find the visual because this is a beautiful <laughs> bottle. And as someone that's Mezcal fan, I can take this home with me, right? It's, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> First, I have to get the NFT. You have to get the NFT. And one other thing to note is like all of us are big fans of technology here across the board. And we partnered with another company called Verify. And I'm sure you've maybe heard of them. And they do NFC technology. And so we put a sticker on the bottom of each one of these bottles. Mm. And it will authenticate that it's part of this actual collection. And furthermore, you can upload any type of media that you want to showcase to your friends or anything like that. You just tap your phone to the bottom of the bottle. You don't need an app. And you have all of this accessible media. So it's another Web3 company supporting another Web3 company. And it's a beautiful thing. So it sounds like there are a lot of different places for people to go. So if I'm a Web2 brand, let's start there. And I'm interested in working with you. Where do I go? What do I do? That's right. Our website is under maintenance 
maintenance mode, but we'll be up literally in like two days, so like about 48 hours, and that would be neooptimum.com. Or if you want to tap in with me directly, all my socials are mguytheman. It's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's on everything else. I got responsive to DMs. Easy to remember. Now, if I want to know more about your metaverse gaming, yes. what do I go, what do I do? You can check us out on Twitter at Decentral Games. We have a pretty robust following. We've been big players in the space for a long time. If you want to just dive into the game itself, you can go on to app.decentral.games. Take a look at what we have going on there. And anyone that's listening to this, if you guys at all want a little free trial, ping me directly. I'll send you a wearable on the house. I'll give you three free sit-and-go tournament entries. Happy to do so for everybody tuning in. Fantastic. Well, I know what I'm doing right after this. There so, we go. Thank we you go. so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Hey there, NFT Space Cadet. Let's zoom in on the globe from outer space today to Abbott Kinney Boulevard in Venice Beach, LA. Let me show you a cosmic tech beacon that shines out among the bustle of fashion, art, and food there. It's a thriving software dev, data science, and design studio known as AE Studio, where scores of the sharpest minds have come together to help founders and execs create software and machine learning solutions that are not only profitable and increase our agency as humans, but that give us that warm, fuzzy feeling that elegant tech so wonderfully does. AE's breadth of talent allows them to build anything from instillvideo.com it's a health, fitness, and wellness app that makes your chakras tingle to award-winning brain-computer interface solutions that could quite literally bend our minds. Oh, and keep an eye out for Token Runners, their NFT white-label marketplaces, as well as our highly anticipated NFT drop, Boomer NFT. Now, for all you DGENs who strive to shed the cummerbund and pearls comes a jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring partnership not seen since the heyday of Shaq and Kobe, it's called Edge of AE Studio, and you can find out all about it at edgeofae.com. That's right, this full-service, soup-to-nuts, end-to-end, whole-enchilada NFT service can help you, yes, you, Randy, launch your NFT project. Edge of NFT and AE Studio have come together like Voltron to get your project in gear so you can hightail it straight to the moon, stardom, and maybe even your own private yacht. Go to edgeofae.com to find out more. That's edgeofae.com. Actual results may vary depending on moon landing location, domain of stardom, scale and model of yacht, as well as weather scale model of yacht or actual yacht. Well, Mike, pleasure to have you here. How's your conference been going so far? Man, it's been going great, man. Even though it's a little smaller from last year, I think it's been really impactful, meeting a lot of great people, having some real conversations. I think a lot of people here this year are, you know, the real, the folks that really understand the power of the technology and not the hype and all of that. It's been great. Had a great panel yesterday. Had the honor to join with Metal World Peace, Jennifer Prince from Head of Commercial Partnerships for the LA Rams, the Head of Biz Dev for Dapper Labs. So it was a great conversation around athletes and brands in Web3 and the impact that we can have. So yeah, it's been great, man. Great, and so let's say I have no idea what WinWin is. Give me the download, what's it all about? Yeah, so WinWin, we're building a compete to earn gaming portal where we work with a bunch of celebrities or what I now call entities of influence. That celebrities, artists, brands, universities, anybody with an audience, they come, they bring them to our platform to where they're gaming, they're competing in casual 
mobile games. Think like Tetris, Candy Crush type of games. And what they're doing by playing, they're earning, they're competing to earn NFTs based on where they're on the leaderboard. And those NFTs unlock real world experiences like having dinner with the player after the game or courtside seats, autographed jerseys, all types of things. But the unique sauce that we have is what we call the collection mechanic, where you're not only earning the NFTs, but you're collecting them in a way that creates a winning combination. Think about it like the McDonald's Monopoly game, where you buy the burger, the fries, the drink, you peel off the game pieces, and once you have the right combination, boom, you can turn it in and get the Dodge Viper or the million dollars. So we're taking the page out of that playbook to where people are competing to earn the NFTs, as opposed to being in the Discord and having to be there on the drop and open seat, things like that. They're competing to earn. Now, the monetization piece comes by way of their entry fee into the tournament. And what happens is the unique thing and what makes it a real win-win is a portion of that. The majority of their entry fee will go to a philanthropic cause that the host cares about. So the players' charity, the university's endowment fund, things like that. And so they're making money for something that they care about. We make money in the process. The fans are, you know, earning and collecting these new assets that they now own and can turn in for prizes and or sell to other users who may need that winning piece for their combination. So that's what we're doing now at WinWin. We're excited about going into the Web3 space. That's a really innovative model where everyone kind of wins something and it doesn't seem like there are losers in any of the situation. How did you come up with that as an idea? Yeah, so the origin story of WinWin goes back when I started the company in 2016 out in Silicon Valley. My initial premise was looking at things like fantasy football and the fact that those companies are making billions of dollars, but the athletes weren't making anything in that whole situation. So given that I'm a former NFL player, I have access, understanding, right? And so I was able to align the incentives around how can I get the players activated, right? I know what we care about outside of money and contracts. So if I can help them raise money for what they care about, make them look good in the process, they'll offer tickets, things like that. And so that was where the original model was, where the players would host their own fantasy sports tournament, promoted directly to their fans. They already have an engaged audience that will come and do whatever that they're talking about, especially when it can result in riding on a private jet with the player or, you know, court-sized seats, which we've done. And so that was the original model where the charity can win, the fan can win, the player themselves win as well in terms of the awareness and the kind of brand positivity that they're able to garner. And then obviously we win because we're making money in the process to power the whole thing. And I think with now with Web3 and leveraging smart contracts and NFTs, now that value becomes much stronger because every time one of those NFTs changes hands, it, the sort of the royalties will go to the charity, right, to us and even the initial earner of the NFT itself. So really excited about what the technology itself enables us to do. And really, quite frankly, we talk about mass consumer adoption. Our goal is that the users, the fans are coming in because Steph Curry said so, right? And they come and they're playing the game, not joining a raffle, not joining an auction, playing a game, earning these assets, whether it's we call them NFTs or golden tickets, it's the thing that gets you to the chocolate factory. And so a new user who isn't in Web3 will look up after a month and say, wow, I got 30 NFTs that I've earned, right? And it's still valuable because I can unlock combinations or I can sell them to other users. So that's sort of how we evolved from basically FanDuel for good 
to now our win-win 3.0 model, as I call it. I like that, fan duel for good. Yeah. So let me ask you, when you're working with these athletes, what's been the reaction of their community and the athletes themselves? What's the feedback you've gotten from? What oh, they love it. To the point where we start talking about partnership and they want to come in and actually be an investor in the company because they love that they're giving their audience something of value, right? Something where they feel truly a part of the impact. They're able to donate to the cause in a more fun and engaging way. And so one thing that we, from a data standpoint, that we're really proud of is we're converting organic social media traffic, nearly a 5% conversion rate from click the link in the bio to a transaction, right? And it's not targeted marketing or anything. It's just like, hey, click the link in my bio. 5% of those people go in, create a win-win account, join the tournament, and then make a donation around $30, $40 on average. And they're winning some pretty cool things, but really just the ability to be a part of the story of the player and then be able to see the impact, right? We, we storytell around, here's what your money and your donations enabled these kids getting XYZ experience or a community cleaner, like whatever the philanthropic cause is. Well, it sounds like you've built a really viable business model that is win, 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 could keep going on. Yeah. So what's the next step? Because it seems like you've reached a place that so many Web3 projects want to be. Well, for us, it's really about now scale. We've been quietly sort of testing and iterating, right? And now that we're going into this Web3 space, because the Web3 part, that's what we're getting ready to launch. So we're going to have a lot of noise. You guys are kind of first to hear it in terms of what we're going to market with. But the great thing is that we've been around. We're venture backed. We already have 200 plus celebrities, athletes, artists. Now we're expanding into really anybody because we went away from fantasy sports and football and basketball to now casual mobile games. So we can work with a Steph Curry and a Taylor Swift because the games could be a casual basketball game or a puzzle game, a Tetris game, something that is anybody from 16 to 61 can figure out very quickly. And so for us, it's about raising awareness and we're going to have some pretty cool campaigns coming up by the end of the year. So we're excited. We've been quietly building under the hood. So now it's just about scale, building a community around folks that love the win-win model. So let's say this. It's been quiet. Now the cat's out of the bag. I'm listening. I want to be a part of the games or I want to find out more, where do I go? What do I do? So right now they can go to try win win, T-R-Y-W-I-N-W-I-N.com. We're going to be making some big announcements coming up soon, but that's our homepage right now. And we'll have more opportunities for folks to join early kind of beta testing and different things like that. So that's what's coming up here in the next 30 to 60 days. Great. Well, hey, can't wait to do it. And if I can get something that is court seat with the Clippers, I'm all about it. Exactly, so you'll see me exactly, on the app. Exactly. Hey, Mike, pleasure to meet you and definitely make sure to go check out that information. Pleasure was all mine. Hey, thanks, Mike. My man, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Okay, we've reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs today. Thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on this starship, so invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How? Go to iTunes right now, rate us, and say something cool. Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. The views and opinions expressed on the Edge of NFT podcast reflect solely those views and opinions of the show creators and its guests. We're learning as we go, just like you. Please make sure to do your own research. Our podcast is not financial advice. There are multiple strategies and not all strategies fit all people. We understand that you are using any and all information available on or through this podcast at your own risk.